0: What do you think about when you think about goodness? Actually, it's kind of hard to define because if you look it up in the dictionary, it uses the word good to define goodness. Don't you hate it when the dictionary does that? But everybody wants to be known for being good. They like having goodness in their lives. They like being known as a person of integrity, somebody who is upright, somebody who is honest, somebody who is truthful, someone who does the right things, and can be counted on on doing the right things. You know, in today's world, A little bit of goodness would go a long way. So, how is it that I develop the quality, the virtue of goodness in my life? That's what we're going to talk about on today's Full Life Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Full Life Podcast, where we hope to inspire challenge and clarify your next steps in faith. I'm David Lawson, and today we are in the sixth of a series of podcasts, conversations on how to exchange the life that I have for the life that I want. And uh, today I have with me Pastor Randy Muma. He's going to be helping me uh, with this topic of goodness. We're going to talk about the power of of goodness now if you happen to miss any of our previous podcasts encourage you to go back and listen to them so far we've talked about love joy peace patience kindness today we're talking about goodness so welcome randy glad to have you back with us today
1: thanks dave thanks for bringing the sunshine today
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) intermittently intermittently for sure you know, these have been some really good and valuable conversations, I think, because I think one of the things that we are overall learning is that these qualities have to be intentional in our lives. They're just not passively there. These are something these are things things we have to be very intentional with in our lives. Is that how how would you think about that? Do you think that um, you know, I think we know ourselves too well to know that Oh yeah, I don't wake up being good. <laughs> I don't wake up being kind, all those things. It's a daily battle. Yep. Well, you know, every once in a while, I'll come across somebody, maybe you've heard it either uh, on the news or maybe it's in a TV program, or maybe it's just in a conversation with somebody. They'll they'll talk about the inherent goodness Mm. of Mm. man, of human beings. And it's like, no, (laughs) no, (laughs) no, because I think we know ourselves too well, right? I mean, we we know uh, what we're prone to, the actions we're prone to. We know the thoughts that we have, those things that are unseen. Yeah that no one sees really kind of describe or or reveal who we actually are. We can kind of put on a front for a while, but it's really who we are when no one's looking. Yeah. And so I think we know ourselves too well. If you are the parent of a child.
1: (laughs) There it is.
0: (laughs) You didn't have to teach them any of that stuff, did you? I mean, it's like, it just kind of comes out and, and, uh, I think if there's anything that should break your 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 thinking of that there's this inherent goodness mm. <laughs> to man is to is to have a child and just see this is how this yeah. is how we are. As as fallen people, as sinful people, that's just how we mm. are. And I think the uh, the prophet Isaiah really nailed it. He said, each of us have gone to our own way. Each mm. of the like sheep have gone our own way. Uh, we do. We just want to run our own way. We don't. And in that context, he's talking about we're not running to God. We're running away from God. We're not running toward uh, not just who God is, but what He would have for us. We're running away from it. And so that's that's the sin part. And when we, when we are, our lives are naturally inclined to go that way, the, the goodness just kind of goes out the window.
1: We just we are it. hardwired to sin, aren't we? We are. Chuck Swindoll. He wrote a great book. Said. so you want to be like Christ. Mm. And in that book, he talks about our bodies and how they just know how to sin. They said to our bodies, sin is like riding a bike, never forgets how to do it. Paul says the same thing (laughs) in Romans 7, where he says the things that I want to do, I don't do, but that which I hated, I keep on doing. There's this incredible battle where our body wants to do the wrong things all the time.
0: Yeah, we kind of have this want to, and yet at the same time, we don't. It's like uh, the... The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. You know, Always we, weak. Have this, we have this failure that is kind of ingrained in us because of our sin. Well, I looked up this word goodness and how the Bible uses the word goodness. And it means being upright in heart and mm. life. Being upright in heart and life. And so, in other words, goodness is about being good and doing good. So you wow. need to have both of those. There's the being good and the doing good part. And we already talked about this. If we're honest with ourselves, we know we don't, we're not good inherently. Uh, we have value. There's no doubt about that. We have value before God. We're, we're loved by God, all those things. But the goodness part mm. it, it has been ruined because of the sin that's in our lives. And so we have to be made good. And I think that's one of the reasons the Apostle Paul describes these qualities that we've been talking about as fruit of huh. the Spirit because there's something that has to be born out in us. These are qualities of God that need to be borne out in our lives. Huh. And so I think the bottom line is that goodness comes from God and adds value to others. And so when that goodness comes from God into our lives, we are able to add value to others because of our
1: goodness. You know, we are first introduced to the concept of goodness in Genesis chapter 1. You know, God begins creating things, and there's this recurring theme. So in verse 4, God created light, and he said the light was good. In verse 10, dry ground, and he said it was good. And then there's vegetation, plants, trees. God saw that it was good. In verse 14, the sun, the moon, the stars. God saw it was good. Birds, animals, animals, and animals, and God said it was good. And finally, in verse thirty-one, God saw all that He had made, and it was very good. Mm. Goodness emanates from God.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a, a comfort for us when we think about this quality. That when we enter into a relationship with God, and He begins and He begins doing a good work in us, we can be confident of the goodness that God wants to bear in our lives because he himself is good. And so when we we can have confidence that when he is bearing fruit in our lives, it's going to be good fruit because he is good and whatever a good God does is good. I love that
1: idea of bearing fruit. You and I both have our roots in agriculture, yeah, right? right? And just like a potato plant, it's its DNA, when it grows, it produces fruit, it's only going to produce potatoes. I've never seen a tomato growing on the <laughs> thousands of acres we've grown over the years. Never seen anything else other than a potato. In the same way, God is good. It's not what he does. It's not things that he gives us. God is inherently, inherently good. If you cut him, he bleeds goodness. Yeah, yeah. It, we should never be
0: surprised that if we sow corn seed that we're going to get corn, right? Or we've seen so uh, soybean, we're going to get soybeans. I mean, that we, we sow uh, or we reap what it is that mm. is sown. And when God sows in yeah. our lives, himself in our lives, then goodness comes out of it. That's why uh, we have to be made good mm. in order to yeah. do good. And so talk, us, talk to us a little bit about that part, about being made mm. good, um, you know, I, I don't want us to think that, uh, you know, I don't want us to be boastful about that at sure. all because we're all recognizing this is something God works in our lives. But what is that step that we need to be taking, taking in order for goodness to be born out in our lives? A few years ago, I preached a
1: funeral for the, a man named Dave Barber. And before he passed away, he said, Randy, when you preach my funeral, do not say that I was a good man. Huh. Say that I was a man made good by God. Oh, great I words. love that. And yeah. I've shared that with people so often. You know, when I was a little guy, my mom and dad, they loved Jesus and they wanted me to have a relationship with Him. And they talked frequently about that, what it meant to have a relationship with God. And I made that choice when I was, I was really young. But over the years, I've begun to realize what, what that, what that all meant. And when you think about it, it's simply a relationship with God. You know, it's a relationship that God wants all of us to have. When He created Adam and Eve, He placed them in the garden and He said, hey, this is good. <laughs> But then along came the evil one. And the moment that Adam and Eve tasted of that fruit, this life was changed forever because sin came into the world. Scripture says that the wages of sin is death, eternal separation from God. And because of that, our sin creates this barrier between us and our relationship with him. But I'm so thankful that Jesus did something about that. In Romans 5.8, we read that God demonstrates his love towards us. While we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. I love those words because we realize that God didn't love us at our best. That's right. He loved us when we were not pretty, not cleaned up, and not, not lovable. But Jesus showed his selfless love for us when he died on that Roman cross, and he died for our sins. And in that moment, an amazing exchange occurred. Yeah. Jesus was willing to take our sin, our guilt, and our shame, and in turn to give us his righteousness, his hope, and his glory. Yeah. And the great thing is we don't have to jump through a bunch of hoops to receive His forgiveness. Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, For by grace are you saved, through faith. This is not from yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, so that anyone can boast. And this is also a relationship we must choose to have. In Romans 10, it says, that If you confess to with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So this relationship that God created us to have, the one that sin destroyed the One we are now able to have because of Jesus, if we choose to have a relationship with him, we can spend eternity with the one who loves us more than we 're ever going to know
0: yeah. that is great news uh, because uh, when we need that the when you were sharing there the exchange is the game changer yeah. you know and that's what we're talking about to, uh, in this this series is we're talking about how to make this exchange.
1: Mm-hmm. That
0: is the first exchange that has to be made for all any of these qualities wow. to be brought to bear in our lives where we hand over. When we hand over our imperfection and we go to the transaction counter, the <laughs> divine yeah. transaction counter and we hand it over and then Jesus takes it and then he gives to us his righteousness. That Is a game changer. Wow. And no matter what sin we have, no matter what our past is, no matter how horrific we feel, I've heard people say before, um, well, you don't know what I've done. Mm -hmm. Well, I might not, but God does. And that's what they're afraid of because it's like there's no way he can forgive me of that. Well, the fact is, he can because the scripture says, where sin increased, hmm. grace increased all the more. There is no, no matter what you have done, that the grace of God is greater hmm. than all of that. And just be willing to hand it over because God wants you to hand it over. It's almost, um, you know, it's almost like you're not giving enough credit for God's love for you by not handing it over because he, his son died. So you could make
1: that transaction. Oh, that is such a game changer. I love that word picture of the transaction counter. Just to hand over our broken stuff yeah. and receive the shiny new, here's goodness. Yeah. Here's my goodness. Amen.
0: Oof. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that is, um, that's, that's just really where it all begins. If you don't have that, it's just self-help. You know, it's like willpower. And we all know where willpower goes. It goes yeah. out the window <laughs> eventually because... Because we don't have what it takes. We don't have what it takes. And you in, and I
1: have seen God's goodness. We have. And it doesn't compare to our goodness. Yeah. Whew, falls no. way short. Yeah, it sure does. No doubt about that. Well,
0: the bottom line is, in order to do, do good, we had to be made good. Mm-hmm. But once we are made good, now it doesn't mean the life won't have struggles. It doesn't mean we're going to be perfect. That it's not, we're not saying that at all. But what we're saying now is that God has something to work with. I mean, Mm. and the Holy Spirit uh, who indwells our hearts, Once, once we make that exchange... God himself takes up residency in our lives and begins bearing fruit in our lives. And now we start seeing the goodness come out. And so once we are made good, mm. we can start doing good and we can start fulfilling the purposes that God has for our lives.
1: Yeah, we read that in Ephesians 2, the verses I shared earlier, that for by grace we've been saved through faith. This is not from ourselves, gift of God, not of works so that no one can boast. But it goes on to say that we are his handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he prepared in advance for us to do. I love that concept that God wired Dave Loss and he mm. wired Randy Mumon, every one, every one of us who knows right. him, to do certain things, and when we carry out those things, he's glorified through that, and he's able to use our gifting in amazing ways. Yeah, what a,
0: what a package of truth those verses are. By grace you have been saved, through faith, it's not of yourself, no, there's, there's nothing I can do, it's not by yeah. works, Now I didn't earn this by any way. Uh, so that no one can boast. It's like heaven's not going to be this one big bragging session. Hey, Randy, this is what I did to get (laughs) in heaven. What did you do to get in heaven? Oh, yeah, I got a list. (laughs) I got a list. That's right. And my list is longer than yours. And it's not going to be that because all the attention is going to be on what Jesus has done for us. But once that transformation has taken place, and in in the context of this conversation, we are, uh, God has brought goodness, his goodness, Mm. into our lives. Then he... Prepares us through that to do the good works. Yeah, it's like okay, I've been waiting for this moment so you can get on with those works that I plan in advance. For we can start fulfilling the purposes yeah. that God has in our lives. I love that. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some next steps that come out of this one. Uh, talking about goodness, it can be kind of a general, you know. Uh, it can be very conceptual and not have a lot of handles on it. And so, when you think about some next steps when it relates to goodness, oh, what, what would you
1: give us? What, what would you say? First and foremost, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, why not? Why not today? Right. Got to begin there. Got to be made good before you can do good. Yeah. instead right. of just fumbling through life with our goodness, to trust in the one who is good. Yes. And to give give your life to him. And the second one, begin doing God's good. You know, each of us were created in his image and we all have unique gifts to do good things.
0: I think that's, I think that's important. Once you, uh, once you begin that relationship with Jesus, as, we, as we've been talking about in Ephesians 2.10, that he prepared in advance for us to do. One of the ways he's equipped us is through the gifting that he has given to us. And that's kind of the way we go about it. Yeah. Uh, we go about our goodness through the gifting that
1: God has given to us. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good observation. And use my gifts and not wish I had your yeah. gifts. You know, Gift envy <laughs> never a good that thing. That doesn't work. No, that doesn't work. And I think the last one, there's a great book out there written by Pastor Steve Kern and Nick Cleveland um, uh, called The Core 24 that just walks us through some of these ideas as well.
0: Yeah, it talks about uh, our views, which is really a lot about our perspective on life, uh, our virtues, which are some of the things that we're talking about in this series, and then values that will help drive your life. You can, of course, get that book on Amazon.com. So, uh, those are those are some really good next steps. Thanks, Randy. Appreciate that very much. Well, we hope that you have uh, benefited from this conversation about the goodness of God, and that you have been equipped a little bit more to take your next steps in your faith journey, because Jesus said that He came, that we might have life, and that we might have it to the full. And part of that full life is making this exchange, and And uh, having the goodness of God through the person of the Holy Spirit dwelling in your life and then living that out according to the giftness and the the fruit that the Spirit will bring into your life. And uh, my prayer and Randy's prayer is that you would experience that full life of goodness. If you don't have a church home, you're certainly welcome to join us if you want to pursue more about what that full life is like, and if you want to learn more about how to keep taking these next steps in your spiritual journey, uh, you can always go to worcestergrace.org and learn about when we meet in person, when our online streaming services are. That's Grace.org.